In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. Winding down the fantasy football season, it's uh, another thing that we hate about 2016 is... uh, the crappy fantasy season that it delivered to us. We have a lot of things to talk about in terms of 2016. Oh yeah, and all the ridiculous uh, Facebook and Twitter posts that need to just go away. Yuck! But uh, before we do any of that, want to introduce Mr. Dale Demott, our uh, co-host here tonight. What's up, Dale? <laughs> Sounds like you're on NPR tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm ready to talk about uh, some of the 2016 comings and goings. Uh, good fantasy season overall, I think. Uh, late in the season, it looked like injuries built up a little bit, but we'll talk about that too a little later on. Uh, I'm here, and I'm doing well. All right. Well, thanks, Dale. Yeah. You can leave now. <laughs> I'm Christian Brito. I'm your other co-host here tonight. Uh, you can find Dale on Twitter at Dale underscore fantasy. You could find me at Fantasy, or you can follow our Twitter page for our site where we answer most of the questions at Eat Sleep FF. That's enough plugging, right? EatSleepFantasy.com. Yep. Um, all that good stuff. stuff. Five-star garbage on Twitter. On um, iTunes, if you want to rate it, five-star garbage. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. We might be uh, reading some of those again or giving out some T-shirts again. We'll, we'll figure yeah. that out. Have you sent off the T-shirts, by the way? I know it's like holiday season. You probably want to stay away from the post office. So I'll give you a little bit of slack. All right. Well, ask me again next episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Ask me again next episode. I'm going to uh, get a we tweet from We owe a shit ton of people uh, T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. I might have told Kenneth like two weeks ago, hey, you're getting it this week. Because <laughs> I had the shirts in my car. And then I took them out of the car. Why you treat Kenneth bad, man? He he does nothing but help us. You don't want to send him a lousy shirt. <sighs> he deserves better than us. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt this podcast. Uh, I got a Roomba. Can just hit Doc. Hit Doc. No, Ooh, no, I no. got a Roomba too. No, no on the on the, uh, the bottom right. This is staying in. Charge, charge, charge. This is amazing radio. No charge. Sorry. Which Roomba do you have? Uh, you hit charge. Oh Jesus! Hi, Brooke. Um, <laughs> uh yeah i don't know what's going on just leave it the way it is i'll fix it um i have uh the um what is it uh the bob sweep it's not really the roomba it's a bob sweep oh god dale have some respect it's actually uh it was rated really well i did my research um and it's okay but i can't get the stupid thing to go when i want it to it just starts automatically sometimes i didn't really read the directions fully so that might that might be the problem. Anyways, uh, sorry for the interruption. It's okay. good now. It's not taking over my my dog's scared to death of it. Um, okay. So, anyways, yeah, t-shirts get on that. Um, don't treat our okay. listeners like the garbage that you say they are. Okay. Okay. Thanks. 
I have the iRobot Roomba 655. Nice. That probably gets the job done. Uh, it's uh, in vacuum gray. That's the color. <laughs> Mine's red. Ro- they call it rogue. Rouge. No, is it R-O-U-G-E? It's rouge. Rogue. Okay. Yeah, because it's red, right? That Star Wars rouge one. Rouge, uh, rouge one. <laughs> um, hey, I want to talk really quick about the Listener League. Uh, give... Big props to everybody that participated. Um, it's obviously it's over. It ended this week. Uh, Slim Trady, uh, he won the crazy playoff listener league. There was a there had to be a three way Super Bowl for the listener league because uh, somebody tied and we didn't make any rules, so it was only fair to put all three of them in. We didn't make any rules because we have no <laughs> foresight in this podcast, and so we had a tie in the semifinals. In fractional scoring, so yes. you don't expect a tie in the playoffs, in the semifinals, on fractional scoring, but we had a tie. Yeah, so exactly. we talked with, uh, we had a little vote, we talked with the players, yeah, and we exactly. decided to do a three-way final, um, which, I mean, that's hot anyways. Right, three ways are always great. Um, Dale speaking from experience, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, and then Dale, having even less foresight proclaimed ricky <laughs> as the winner on twitter yesterday yeah because i didn't realize <laughs> without realizing that slim trady even though he was down by 50 something points had yeah. des bryant and ezekiel elliott going last night yeah and so that kind of ruined i and i'm too lazy to delete the twitter the the twitter post so um yeah tits mcgee was proclaimed the champion before she actually was and slim trady won um david also was in the running um, he, uh, he didn't score too bad either. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Slim Trady pulled it out at the end and, uh, you know, uh, Listen, he won. Man, if you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to Slim Trady, Tits McGee and Eli has two rings. Those are the three team names. Uh, I think that's Ricky. Uh, man, I think his name is Chris. I should probably know this. Um, is his name Chris? Uh, yes, Chris, Chris won and, uh, David, um, so congratulations to all those. Thank you for playing. And I hope if you're listening and you didn't get a chance to participate in Listener League this year, uh, apply next year. We're going to maybe try to switch it up a little bit. Um, but it was fun. And, uh, you know, got to know some new people and talk to new people, which was also cool, um, you know, in my division and all that stuff. So it was cool. And also, uh, sorry, I'm kind of rambling on here. But we had a second chance league. Um, the second chance league was not for any, um, you know, trophy or anything. Uh, it was just for a spot in the listener league. So the big Tabowski, um, he won uh, his name. And actually he is from uh, one of our listeners from Australia, which is pretty cool. There's got uh, some sort of prize to it, Dale. Uh, well, he's in Australia. Okay. His name is Kelvin. He's in Australia. Um, Motherfucker. I'm not that. That's a lot of shipping charges. <laughs> well, I kind of <laughs> offered a t-shirt and then he said he's from Australia. I was like, Ooh, it's like $28 to ship a t-shirt. <laughs> But we'll figure it out. I I want to hook him up with something, so we will. Um, we'll anyways. send you an e-gift card. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about Listener League a lot. I kind of didn't want to alienate all of our listeners for just a few that were in Listener's League. Um, Dale, but, before, you, before you continue there, okay. if you want any sort of fantasy advice, we probably should have given this warning earlier in the episode. Um, this episode might be a little bit light on fantasy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're wrapping up the fantasy season. It's going to be week 17. Most, you know, I'd say 
75 to 80 percent of leagues are already done. Um, There's a small portion of leagues that do play week 17. So sure. we will cater a little bit later in that up in the episode. Yeah, that. we got some news. If you want that, you want that. Fast forward a little bit in this episode, or stay tuned for our later in the week episode where we talk about starts and and uh, and DFS players and all that. But right. um, before we get into any other other news, just know that this portion might be a lot of uh, just stuff that we want to talk about and we need to talk about because it's been uh, it's been 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we want to name uh, this episode "Fu 2016." Is that what we're going to name it? Even though I don't feel that way, but apparently, now it, now it's been a good year for some. Everybody, everybody else feels that way. Not everybody. I think it's been a great year. I think it's just something to post on Twitter. How many people died and all that stuff, right? I don't know, man. I think it has a lot to do with uh, the guy that I really enjoy. Watching John Asshat. You know what I'm talking about? No. I shouldn't go there. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know about John Oliver and his whole FU 2016 campaign? No, I missed that. All right. I hate that guy. Okay. Yeah, I think he's pretty funny. I don't. <laughs> you got to learn to laugh, man. I think he's what we settle for because John Stewart is gone Probably a little bit, right? I mean, John, John Stewart, Stewart was obviously was awesome, yeah, funny and amazing. He was. Absolutely. John Oliver is a cheap imitation and not good at it. Look, I do think he's pretty funny. I do think the whole routine of like I'm British talking about American politics is funny. That kind of gets old, I guess. But I think he's, I think he's okay. Right. But, um. That's not what we're going to talk about today. No, let's, that's not what we're going to talk about. Let's let's talk about what we're going to talk about, which is the all this FU 2016 crap that sure. we're seeing all over social media. Uh, I think a huge part of it has to do with uh, the U.S. presidential election, um, in in other countries, and and specifically, um, you know, European EU countries. I think it has a lot to do with Brexit or whatever. But sure. here right. in the United States, U.S. presidential election. And a lot of the celebrity deaths that have sure. happened in 2016. Right. First of Facebook all, filled with all that stuff, of course. Dale is, I think, of the same opinion as, as me. If your life is tremendously impacted by celebrity deaths and, like, you're going to judge a year based on some person that you don't know who had a very small two-hour impact on your life, like... Please reevaluate your life choices. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. I was probably a little bit too strong with that. That I mean, you know, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, well, some people, you know, some musicians in particular, I think, get through people through, like, really tough times sometimes, right? And uh, and really intimate moments and things like that. Um, so I think that emotionally probably uh, helps people probably more than you think. But... Um, uh, some people like you know David Bowie died in 2016, right? I can imagine that emotionally he was probably really important to a lot of people, right? Getting them through tough times or you know happy times or whatever. Um, but then like I'm gonna sound really insensitive. I don't. I guess we just go there just because we already like stepped our put our toes in the water. Like Nancy Reagan, like how big of an impact did she have on your personal life? <laughs> Is that insensitive? Zero, 
I mean, she probably had an impact right. on some people's lives, okay. but right. that's right. not us. So right. why right. do I care about it? Right. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to say 2016 sucked because Nancy Reagan died. Nope. Right. But since we're already there, Dale had the wonderful idea of let's go ahead and compare celebrity deaths in 2016 to in years past. Because here's my theory. I think it's a very obvious theory. And I, th- I think it's got to be a truth. Sure. As time passes, there's more and more celebrities. And all these celebrities that have already come are getting older. So the number of celebrity or popular people in, in culture and media dying is going to just naturally go up year by year. Right? Because TV wasn't around until the you know early 1900s and... Um, you know, film and in general, I mean, and, and so an actual TV until the mid 1900s and then popularizing TV shows until, you know, the eighties and, and now, you know, movies and TV shows being intertwined into our culture and now social media and sports like these people dying Mm -hmm. is just going to increase year by year. So the fact that this year's worse than last year. It's just based on numbers. It's, yeah. That's all it is. It's just a numbers game. Right, right, right. You know, the baby boomers, that whole generation, they're starting to die off. You know, they're in their 60s, um, early 70s, whatever. Um, so they're, hey, you know, man, they're that's starting. That's nice. My parents are baby boomers. Yes, I'm fine. Don't say that, <laughs> But <man>. it's true. <laughs> I mean, they are. And, and that's, Jesus, you know. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> it's it's a cold hard truth, right? Um but yeah, I mean, you know, obviously deaths are going to get more and more though because the huge population boom in the United States. And uh, yeah, so we're going to have a huge death boom in the United States too, right? Is this I mean, really what we're doing with our show today? <laughs> well, okay, this is what I want to do, okay? This is a morbid-ass show. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it. it's, it's going to get fun. It's going to get fun in a second. It's going to get fun. Let's talk about people who died year by year. So, <laughs> so listen to this. I want to compare... Um, you know, we talk about like the QB class, right? Like 84th Marino and all those guys, right? And um, all the other great draft classes. You know, we talk about the NBA draft classes with, jeez, uh, I'm just blanking totally right now. Um, but, you about, know, oh, what's the, the 96 draft quarterback class? draft yeah. class? Right, 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 right. Right, exactly. By the way, the so, best NBA draft class is 2003. 96. No, it's 2003. Okay, really? Just because of LeBron? LeBron, Wade, Mello, Bosch. Um, are you forgetting the 1996 draft class? Do you really want to go here? Go ahead. Okay. Um, 1996 draft class. <laughs> this wasn't planned. This is just something we want to argue about. Yeah. Yeah. 1996 draft class was great. Also, Alan I Iverson. just ob- argued the four out of the five top five picks. Um, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was great. But... Uh, in 96, there was Allen Iverson, Marcus Camby, uh, Ray Allen, Stephon Marbury, Kobe Bryant. Um, You've I mean, named one perennial superstar. Allen Iverson, Kobe Bryant, Ray Allen. Okay, Stephon Allen. Marbury was great. Okay. I think LeBron, Wade, Bosch, Mello is a better list than what you just said. Uh, it's up there. We'll see how their careers end, right? <laughs> okay. 96 was good. Anyways, um, so, you know, we're kind of comparing. I would like to kind of compare the death classes. Um, there's four There's four years here that I want to kind of compare. This is really 
I can't believe we're doing this. This class so was ridiculous. this class By was pretty way, good. Just to give uh, our listeners a little bit of context, I am so jaded. I've seen a lot of death. I used to work uh, hospice, so I've been with a lot of people in their moment of dying. Yeah. Um, and I will tell you, like, I don't get why people are so afraid of death. Like, it's just a natural part of our lives, and there's so many people that are just tuning this out right now because. Right. Well, because yeah, you're going to miss your loved ones, you know. All right, moving on. Anyways, so I picked out some, you know, between, you know, just conversation between me and you, I picked out four death classes here. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know if we can vote on it on Twitter or maybe make some kind of, like, tournament-style bracket. But I only have four classes here, so it's probably not enough to do a bracket. Did you include the one that I told you that I thought was the best class? class? Uh, which one was that? 2009. Yes, I have 2009 here. Okay, yeah, that's my vote. I mean, yeah, and this is, like, just something else, like, you know, uh, you know, like, anyways, you'll hear it in a second. Man, we haven't even talked about the Dolphins yet. All right, moving on. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay, these draft classes, 2016 was obviously pretty bad. I mean, we had okay. David Bowie, uh, okay. Prince, Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. Gene Wilder, Arnold Palmer, I mean, you know, George Michael, Carrie Fisher, of course, um... Harambe. <laughs> Harambe. I was like, you forgot a key on here. Um, you know, Nancy Reagan died this year. So the big, you know, some big names here. Gordian. I want to know how it compares to some of these others. Okay. I think 2004 was pretty big. Um, Robin Williams in particular was in 2014. Uh, Maya Angelou. Um, okay. Shirley Temple. Young. I mean, 2014 sucks already. Nope. Phil Seymour Hoffman. That's I think that's pretty good. Uh, your class that you picked, mm-hmm. uh, 2009. I, I based it off it's, of this, right? I based it off of who's the biggest celebrity that could have died in the past <laughs> 20 right. years. Right. Michael Jackson. Sure. I think that, that blows away anything else. Add to that the fact that Billy Mays oh my God. and Farrah Fawcett all died in the same week. Right? Right. Right. And Patrick Swayze. Stone Patrick in there. Swayze. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that in there. Okay. Okay. I don't know That's, why you scoffing at Billy Mays, man. Uh, well, you said people like Michael Jackson and Billy Mays. <laughs> Jesus. They both um, had significant impacts in our lives. Okay. And but then wait, there's more. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, in 1999, we had Stanley Kubrick, right? The great, great filmmaker. All right. That's uh, a good start. Joe DiMaggio, Gene Siskel of Siskel and Ebert, great. Right, movie critics, Walter Payton and Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, those are two sports greatest, right? Nineteen ninety nine was tough. I mean, for sports in particular, Walter Payton, Owen Hart, Joe DiMaggio, and Wilt Chamberlain—they all died that year. Yep. Um, so that's a pretty big year. So we really have to. Uh, I don't know if you want to try talking on an air just for a couple of minutes. Um, if you guys have any better year, any better death classes, um, maybe hashtag death class um, wow. and tweet us. Is that? too bad <laughs> i just i just thought of that um Hashtag death class uh yeah so i'm kind of in contention i know it's because it's so recent but 2016 was pretty heavy um compared to these others you're probably still sticking with 2009 with michael jackson and billy mays right i have a question here dale sure because i i don't believe this was me maybe it was me um, how come on our recent searches on Twitter, because we share this Twitter account, uh, the top recent search is masturbating. <laughs> yeah, right. 
What's yeah. going on there? We'll talk about it off air. Uh, that's something you might need to talk to your wife about, actually, because we don't share Twitter search histories. Sorry, buddy. Oh, we don't. Okay. <laughs> um, well, then. So we have 2016, 2014, 2009, 1999. Clear that history, then. <laughs> what what class can we throw out? We I guess we're going to throw out 2014, right? Philip Seymour yeah, Hoffman, that, Joan Rivers, Rob, Robin Williams, and Maya Angelou. And that was pretty good, but I think compared to the others, I think we might have to throw out 2014. So now we're stuck with 2016, 2009, and 1999. Of course, we have this recent year. Like I'll just recap. David Bowie, Gene Wilder, Arnold Palmer, George Michael. Yep. Um, I think this year and 2009 are the closest to. Okay, so we're taking out 1999 with Joe DiMaggio, Walter Payton, Will Chamberlain. Honestly, I think just because of the deaths of just people that are are so widely present in so many people's culture. So Ali, Prince, Carrie Fisher, like George Michael and David Bowie, like all these people, whether through um, film, music or sport, are so impactful in, in people's media and lives um, that you see the response that people like have that there's actual visceral emotional response to yeah. people's death, regardless of whether or not they know them. Right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I spent um, two days ago what uh, <laughs> watching um, and I shared it on our Twitter man an old video of a uh, sexy saxophone man. Playing uh, playing George Michael everywhere. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I saw you posted it, but I did not watch it. Oh, man. It is the greatest video on YouTube uh, from 10 years ago. Okay. Sexy Sax Man just takes uh, careless whispers and plays it everywhere on a saxophone, whether it's in the middle of a food court or in a university classroom. Just keeps barging into places. Walmart, Ross, playing uh, careless whispers, which is... Uh, the, uh, I never want to dance again. And it has a right. great sax solo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that song. Yeah. So it is, uh, it is a great video. And so I spent uh, two days ago just doing that, <laughs> just because that's my way of uh, <laughs> remembering George Michael. But uh, it's fun, man. Like, I-, I think rather than be super hurt, you just appreciate people's lives and the way they impact your life. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you move on. So... I guess the question is, did David Bowie, Prince, Muhammad Ali, George Michael uh, change or help or, you know, affect more people than Michael Jackson did? I think... That's a question. I think yes. And I I think just by sheer, like, combined force, I think Ali... Had yeah. such an amazing impact on so many people's lives, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, particularly for for African Americans in sports, yeah. Um, that his actual societal impact and his his demeanor, his cockiness, um, just drove so many people into into loving that sport and loving sports in general. Into into following somebody that's just, I mean. 
unreal. For me, that's probably the one person that I thought was incredible on this list, but that's my personal, you know, yeah. bias and being drawn to sports and all that. But, well, um, I mean, don't forget, I mean, without Arnold Palmer, we wouldn't have half tea, half lemonade. So, you oh, got that by the way, that drink I hate. is delicious. Oh, I know no. I hate it. God, that is horrible. And Arnold Palmer. It's like decide. So much no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, nope. hold on, hold on. It's, no, it's no, no. So much better than a tea or a lemonade. By you itself. are so fucking wrong here. Oh my goodness. Pick. You got to choose. Either you have no. lemonade or you have tea. You can. No, you you don't. just don't combine two things that you like and make something better. That's listen, that's not Dale. How it works. I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, pineapple <laughs> pen. Two things. Combine them makes it better. No, absolutely not. You don't. Dale, just do you take like two- chocolate? Yes, I like chocolate. Do you like peanut butter? Yes. Is it better when you combine them? Is it better? I'd say it's different. I don't know if you're making peanut butter any better by making it a Reese's. Oh my god, I hate you right now. Look, you either choose tea or lemonade. Both are perfectly fine the way they are. By having an Arnold Palmer, by having the mixed drink... It doesn't do anything. Did you say drink, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was a speech impediment. Pour some Arnold Palmer in your cup. <laughs> so some yeah. Drink. Um. <sighs> either have tea or have lemon. Have have lemonade. No need to mix. Get that... your head on straight. Listen, man. I don't know how much longer our show's going today, <laughs> but this is going on the poll right now, so I can update this before the show ends. Okay. How do you okay. want me to wear this poll? Just you put, pick one. Tea, lemonade. Or both. <laughs> or Arnold Palmer. That's so stupid. It's like, yeah, I like Nikes and I like Reeboks. Oh, let me just put one on each foot and walk around with them because that's not make the, a perfect that's shoe. That's not the comparison. <laughs> I like tea. I like sweetness. Uh, sweet tea. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You are really wrong on this. And I think no. a lot – I look, Arnold Palmer, yeah, it's like – it's fun. You know, you go to the restaurant. You ask for an Arnold Palmer, of course. You know, you know, it's fun. You can do that. You know, your friends will laugh. It's it's all good because you ordered a drink with that has a name. I get it. But when you're by yourself and you're at home, you're not mixing the two for tasty drink. That's all I'm saying. No, you don't – no. You already get it mixed. Okay, that, and that's even worse. Now you're just being cheap. What are you talking about? Look, if you're going to do the, it, what's do the it brands, right. Don't... The, 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 the brands that already buy, sell the mixed. Yeah, like Arizona iced tea, right? No, I not the Arizona. Arizona one. The other one. The one that sells know. it in the little, not the can, but the plasticky bottles. I don't know. They always have them at the checkout lane. I have no clue. Oh, the glass bottle one. Snapple? Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The Snapple yeah. Arnold Palmer's delicious. Uh, you can take that shit. Go to my, listen, man. Go tomorrow, okay? Go to Publix. I don't know what you have in North Carolina. Go to Publix if they have it. Nope. Harris Teeter. I hate you. Everything about your life is wrong, (laughs) first of all. If you're not shopping at your local Publix, your state, your city has done you wrong, and you need to request those stores be implemented. Change to Publix. (laughs) So far, three votes are in. We got two votes for Arnold Palmer and one vote for Lemonade. Okay. See? Yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna come up on top on this. Uh, look, I think people that are voting for Arnold Palmer are probably pretentious, anyways, and like, oh, I want an Arnold Palmer, dude. And it's put a put a umbrella so in my drink better. too. I can't believe this is what the conversation has turned into. 
This is a uh, no. This is what happens when we both get knocked out of contention. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I this year I've said fuck fantasy football many so a many times. times. <laughs> as <sighs> as I'm sure a lot of people have. Not as much as Armando, who gave up so much draft capital to get uh, Devonta Freeman and Brandon Cooks from me, only to start. not play them last week. Yeah. And well, he, he lost. traded away Freeman and then did, for those, benched Cooks. For those of you following along, he did get to the Super Bowl, and he lost last week though. Uh, he lost last night to a Jason Witten touchdown, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we haven't Des heard from Bryant. him since. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what uh, happened to Armando. Well, I st- we were chatting last night. He was all happy when he was up by five and a half points. He wasn't happy, <laughs> dude. It was nervous laughter. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, anyways, uh, Armando lost. He's in second place, which is good. Hey, you still get good money, uh, nope. you know, in our league. first, you're last. Yeah, that's right. That's true. No bragging rights. Anyways, um, yeah, so we got a couple a couple of uh, things to decide on here. Um, but going back, we I guess we agreed 2016 was the worst year, worst death, best death class ever. Oh, that's what we were talking about? I think I think we concluded that 2016 is probably the best death class. If you have a better death class, let us know. 2016 is up there, though. By the way, am I allowed to talk about Adam Thielen or no? Go ahead. What are you going to say about him? Oh, oh, oh hold on, hold on, hold on. I was on, going on, to on. mention him on the pod, and Armando just threw me off the train entirely. I don't even know if he cut that part out or not, because I didn't hear it afterwards. Yeah, I didn't either. I'm not sure if he did. Okay. Anyways, I was going to en- uh, mention Adam Thielen as one of my wide receiver starts. If you noticed last episode, I didn't have a wide receiver start <laughs> because I was mentioning that Stefan Diggs was banged up. Um, but initially, the report came out that it was a concussion, and that's what I said in my statement. Armando corrected me that it was a hip, and then we started arguing because there was conflicting reports. Um, and and then topic. I never got to my pick of Thielen, who I played in DFS. And um, I scored... Fairly well. I mean, I bet four dollars and came out with thirty. That's good. So it's a good week. So but what? it could have been so much better if not for eight yards from Jeremy Hill. Yeah, yeah. Because that, I played Thielen, I played Doug Baldwin, I played Sammy Watkins. Like my wide receivers were amazing. Good plays. Yeah. But I had Jeremy Hill in my lineup. Uh, can I suck on my own dick for a second? Yeah, you were. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't, I don't actually suck on my own dick very often. Um, you know, I just kind of let the good calls go and we're, we're all good. Do you remember my, do you remember my starts of the week? Um, uh, Charles Clay. Oh yeah. 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 I was so debating whether or not to put Clay in. Um, but because I picked Watkins, I, uh, I sat Clay and I ended up putting in, uh, Bennett who got me the touchdown, but not much else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had Charles Clay, I had Blake Bortles. And my wide receiver was, damn it, who was my wide receiver? Do you remember? I guess uh, that this is why I don't suck my own dick too much. Because uh, did forget. you pick a Rob? No, I did not. Armando picked a Rob, right? Our yes. starts were fucking great, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. If you listen to our podcast last you week, probably uh, won money in DFS. Yeah, because my yeah. my quarterback was uh, Taylor. Taylor, he did quite well. Yep. Uh, who was my start of wide receivers? Was my had... tight end Bennett? I think it was, yes. 
It was Bennett or, or I gave another one. I gave two. Can't remember who the second one was. I, this is not good radio. You can no, do. it's horrible. <laughs> um, well, because I'm trying to. Oh, Cameron Meredith. Cameron Meredith did pretty well. Um, he had a touchdown. I think nearly 100. Oh, Armando was on uh, Gates' dick. Oh, and I was on Ebron. That was yeah. the guy I talked about. Yeah, Cameron Meredith had uh, nine receptions, 135 yards, and a touchdown. He was my star of the week. So, uh, yeah, I did pretty well um, as as far as my starts. So, if you listen to me, like you should have from the beginning, you're in good shape. Also, if we did a compilation of like our starts. Probably would have scored yeah. like 200 points, man. Yeah, yeah. We got to listen to each other more. Usually when you talk, I just tone you out, but maybe I'll start listening. I've been really good in DFS for the last four weeks. Nice. Like, really good. My yeah. lowest score has been like 160. That's not bad. Yeah, man. Okay. Um, You want to you talk about... I played about... Thielen, Baldwin, and Watkins. Those are three of the top five scores for the week. Yeah. Just stuck in my own dick. Yeah. Uh, Zajunas Agalskis was also a 1996 NBA draft pick, uh, 20th overall by the Cavs. Um, so okay, yeah, you could suck it. Oh, guess what? What? You know who finishes the top 20 running back this year? <laughs> uh, tell me. I'll I'll let you say it. Isaiah Crowell finished number 19 <laughs> after scoring two touchdowns this past week. For those of you who may have missed the episode, uh, Brito went on a little rant. Suck when, it, Barry. Well, geez, I wasn't going to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a certain big uh, big podcast we think may have or may not have called us out and said that uh, there's even fantasy analysis out there that say uh, Crowell is a top 20. At Matthew Barry TMR. <laughs> um, so, Hashtag yeah. suck it, Barry. He did well for you if you were in the uh, finals with him. Um, performed like a top 20 running back in my oh, eyes. Oh, you know what's what's worse, though? I took him out at the last minute, Crowell, <laughs> as my running back in daily. Hmm. <sighs> so um, that's kind of uh, our segment of sucking our own dicks. Thanks for listening. Continuing sucking our own dicks, the Dolphins are in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're going to so lose in the first round. <laughs> yeah, they are. Hey, getting there is like, just get me there. And you Since, know, dude, since we lose. first played the Miami Dolphins theme song after their first win against the Browns, the Dolphins have gone 9-1. and one. That's not bad. That's I think we bad. might have something to do with this. We are entirely responsible. Okay. Yeah, I think we are. I think we are. Jay Ajayi had another 200-yard game. Holy shit, right? I mean, like, I'm sorry. I was way – going from sucking on my own dick to this. It's like I did not believe in him at all, um, even Who after his first Who would you rather have game. next year, Jay Ajayi or Melvin Gordon? Because Armando thinks Melvin Gordon's a top five pick, and I think I would rather have Jay Ajayi. You know, I think I'd rather have Jay Ajayi as well. Um, I wouldn't have said that six weeks ago. I mean – I just well, I kind of hate Melvin Gordon, anyways. You know that, but um, yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta go with JGI. I mean, he's too good to ignore. And it seems like Lamar Miller just was getting in his way, right? <laughs> so, what are we gonna say about celebrity deaths? What's your final vote? Or are we gonna put this up for Twitter? 
Uh, let's put it up on Twitter. I'm saying 2016 is probably the worst. Um, I'll put up a poll in here in a little bit. Or in, so you can so far, Dale, 14 yeah. votes are in. Leading the vote with 57% is Arnold Palmer. You mean the drink? Mm-hmm. People prefer the Arnold Palmer over sweet tea or lemonade. Correct. People are so wrong. Dale, how come every time we do one of these, it's <laughs> you think that everyone else is wrong and They're you're all... right? You know, you're just... so out of touch. <laughs> you know so. that? You think Mad Men is a top five show, first of all. You're so fucking out of touch. You guys, you're first of all, that Twitter, that poll was just stupid because Mad Men is a great show. People just probably haven't given it a chance or whatever. Anyways. Um, okay, hey, I want to play this little game with you. Oh, there, are, there are seven running backs that had 10 or did more you touchdowns. Just, did you just vote for Lemonade? <laughs> no, I didn't. I will, though. <laughs> because it just got another vote. Nice. I wish we were live so people can be doing this at the same time. Because um, it just got several, like lemonade just got several votes. Nice. <laughs> so I feel like you just voted for no, it. I, like, I didn't. Hey, Brooke, Brooke, vote yeah. for lemonade. <laughs> Called my family. Um, there are seven players who had ten touchdown, ten rushing touchdowns or more. Who out of the out of this group do you think is less likely to get ten next year? Oh, you mean the the poll that uh, that I answered in the preseason? Yes. This is the same exact question that I saw in the preseason. And what? Never mind. Okay. What's preseason? What comes before the season? You did this poll 16 weeks ago? From last year's players. Okay. Okay, yeah. So we're going to do that again, okay? Leading the pack is LeGarrette Blunt with 17. David Johnson, 16. Zeke. So we're talking solely rushing touchdowns. Correct. Zeke okay. with 15. LaShawn McCoy, 13, Latavius Murray, 12, Freeman, 10, and Melvin Gordon, 10. Who's least likely to get another 10? Melvin Gordon. You think Gordon over Blunt? Yes. Okay. You think Gordon over, well, Murray, um, man, that's kind of a wild card. I think Blunt will also not do it. So you're saying Gordon and Blunt. Mm-hmm. You think uh, Latavius? What What are your thoughts on Latavius Murray for next year? Um, I think he's the next person on that list of unlikely to do it. But I think he's on a good enough offense, and he's so much better than the other guys there. Um, he's not great, man, but his offense is great, and the offensive line is amazing. Um, where he, I wouldn't be surprised if he got ten again. Okay. I mean, he missed He's, two games. He missed two games this year and still scored ten. Totally deserves to be. Or I'm sorry, scored twelve. Yeah. yeah, he missed two games and scored twelve. So, um, decent pass catcher. He had 42 targets this year. Um, okay, so you're basically saying you don't think Blunt or Gordon's going to do it. I think yeah. Gordon could Blunt, do it. Blunt is probably just as likely to not do it. To be honest, I'm sorry that I. Who? You know, Blunt is. Just as likely right. to not do it. Just, I mean, he's not done it before. Right. He's not gotten over 200 carries before, except for 2010 with the Bucks, where he had 201. Sure. Yeah. Um, he had 285 this season. 285. 285 1,100 yards. Yep. 
wasn't terribly effective, by the way. 3.9 yards. Um, but 17 motherfucking touchdowns. <laughs> That's a lot of points. <laughs> That's a lot of points. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so this kind of takes me to my next, uh, my next question. Standard League, Johnson, Zeke, or Bell? Johnson. Then? Bell. Then Zeke. Yep. I know your answer is totally different from mine. Yeah. Standard, I'm going Zeke. I think in... Johnson, Bell. I think... I think Johnson is far away better than the other guys. And I think Bell is second because his receiving... I think Bell is at the same level of production as David Johnson, but you have to worry with injuries and off-field issues um, with Le'Veon Bell. So you, I mean, it's been multiple years now that he's missed multiple games. Yep. So you have to worry about that with Bell. David Johnson has 2,000 scrimmage yards and 20 total touchdowns. Yeah. Now, okay, I'll, I'll rephrase this. In PPR, yes, David Johnson, no question, number one. Number one overall, in my opinion, David Johnson. I mean, he had 116 targets, 77 receptions, over 800 yards receiving, and four touchdowns. No question in my mind that he is the guy to own in PPR. Right. Ezekiel Elliott, my, my, I guess my argument for him would be he's a rookie. He has a rookie quarterback. Um, yes, he wasn't very involved in pass catching, uh, but he, I think he will get more and more involved. I don't see why not. I think he is a really good pass catcher. Um, and I think his quarterback's going to get better. I think he's obviously, I mean, coming from a rookie, reading the defenses and playing with that offensive, of course, you know, that offensive line deserves a ton of credit as well. We all know that. But reading the defenses the way he has done as a rookie, um, he can only get better. I don't okay. see him regressing at all. I actually see him getting a little bit better with a better with better quarterback play and uh, better play himself. Dale. Yes, sir. David Johnson through 15 games has 841 receiving yards. Yeah. 841 receiving yards for a running back. That's nuts. You know who 20 the second, touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, the second second closest guy to get that was uh, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell missed three games more than David Johnson with the 616. Le'Veon Bell um, has been just as good just over a smaller – Size and Le'Veon Bell has been unreal for the second half of the season. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so Dave, Dave Johnson's just so good. Are you leading your draft next year with three running backs? <laughs> so we were talking a lot about you know zero running back this year. Last couple of years we we're talking a lot about zero running back, right? Going with a wide receiver, wide receiver strategy. Right. Um. Anything more than standard half point PP or half PPR, full PPR. Um. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I think my top three. I think regardless are going to be those three running backs. Yep. Do you agree? I think if it's full PPR, I drop Zeke down. Yeah. From three, maybe to like four or five. That's fair. That's um, fair. Um. But uh, David Johnson is my number one overall, no matter yeah. what. I I don't have an issue with that. I wouldn't argue that. Um, and I had him there this year until motherfucking Armando talked me out of it, and I put him <laughs> at number two overall. <laughs> put him number yeah. two overall in standard, and he was still one in PPR. So yeah, yeah. So. Suck my own dick. 
Um, where where do you see? Um, I guess we're kind of just going all over, all over the place. We'll just stick with running backs today. Um, Demarco Murray this year had twelve hundred yards, nine touchdowns, um, decent receiving year with three hundred almost three hundred eighty three hundred seventy nine total receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Uh, do you see him getting better, getting worse? What's your uh, what does your crystal ball say about Demarco Murray? Well, uh, he would be the next guy on the list for me. Um, you know, he's in that next tier with McCoy. I think Jordan Howard belongs in that group. Yeah. Um, going into next year, Jay Ajayi, um, Melvin Gordon, and, uh, I'm going to throw Devonta Freeman in that, in that group as well, because I think he deserves hmm. it after back to back years of over 200 fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that's the next tier. Okay. Did I say McCoy? Cause McCoy is right there. Yes, absolutely. With Murray. Yeah, I mean, Murray had a great year, man. He just let us down in the playoffs. I mean, he did okay, uh, you know, last three weeks. Uh, but he had a tough schedule, too. Denver and Kansas City aren't easy opponents, and he did okay. And then he just uh, – yep. Jackson, the Jacksonville game was just a bad game for everybody, so especially Marcus Mariota. All right. Poor yeah. Marcus Mariota. We have uh, talked to Bullcraft for 44 minutes. Do you want to talk anybody anything about news? No, nah, I'm good. Just so you know, Arnold Palmer won, by the way. For Christian Brito, I am Dale. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.